You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Alright, welcome back. Episode 124 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. Gorak. Uh, this episode is going to be kind of like a montage episode. We're going to have um, a montage. touch on <laughs> all, all, all the games that we've missed. Uh, we're going to get four games into one and give you kind of a state of the union address on where we're at. Yeah, we're going to get you caught up. We haven't talked since the 49ers loss, which uh, led into the Detroit loss, which is probably going to be the reason we missed the playoffs. Yeah, Detroit got their first win against us because they were winless at the time, and I mean, I down da, same same scenario as all season, like down to the wire, and bam. I mean, that was letting Jared Goff drive the length of the field, and then from what was it like the fifteen yard line to throw the ball in in front of Dantzler was just an abomination of of all things. Honestly, I feel yeah, I put that one on Zimmer, hundred percent. Like, what what is that defense you're calling? Would you ever call a prevent? It was it was straight up a prevent defense. I don't know what that was bizarre to me. Blitz him. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, or play normal. I was really curious as so. Well, yeah, why we didn't play just normal? Like, when do you play that kind of defense on a goal to go situation? Yeah, if it's if it's you know third and uh, goal from the twelve in the second quarter, you would never call. Everyone sit five yards back in the in the in the end zone. So, just just awful. And it will be the reason we missed the playoffs because we're probably going to lose this next game, which will basically knock us out. But had you beaten Detroit, you actually could lose this next game and then just beat the Bears and you would probably sneak in. But you lose to Detroit, you really? I mean, that's that's bad. That was bad. I mean, same thing all year. It's just you know we're we're good enough to hang, but. Not good enough to win. We're like we play to our opponent, and well, can't clo- we we can't finish end of halves. We can't finish end of games at a historically bad rate. I mean, we've given up like full length field drives to Sam Darnold and Jared Goff. Yeah, which one's worse? Not not like not ninety six yards, Sam Darnold. Let's just call it both seventy five yards. Jared Goff and Sam Donald. Got to be Goff because of his weapons, right? Yeah, that's. I think those I'd, were bad players. That's a I bad think team. I'd rather employ. Yeah, I think I'd rather employ Jared Goff over Sam yeah. Donald. But like, I. I we know, also gave up the two pointer to. To Sam. Darnold. Oh yeah, to Donald. Yeah. So just a God. complete drive. Didn't we give up two full length drives? Did. Oh no, the other Detroit line game. Madison fumbled it. They immediately yeah, score, like and they yards. got a two-pointer to take the lead. Just that, Was that the week before the Panthers game, too? It's either before or after. It's right in that area. So, God. I feel like when we last did, you know, we lost to the San Francisco 49ers. They pretty much handled us. And it's like, we're just going to keep being around 500 until we finally die. And or maybe slip in. I don't know. Losing losing that Lions game kind of kind of put everything off course. To the now it's like very likely we're not even going to get in now. So, but we we lost to the Lions, which was like you had the game in hand, probably one of the worst loss losses of the season. And then we move on to Pittsburgh, which was an incredible first half. Twenty nine nothing. Twenty. 
was it 29 at the half or 23 at the half? I think it was 20. I think it was 23 at the half. Yeah. We came out, fired. Cook just dominating. Jefferson had a touchdown. He could have had Cook more. Off, like, I don't, we don't even know how Cook played that yeah, week. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Because it looked like he was he done. He had the torn labrum. Wait, no, uh, he tore his labrum San Francisco. San Francisco. Because Ole Udo, which really really screwed that game pretty bad for us. Yeah, and then he comes back, misses Detroit, and comes back a week later, and it looked like he was... Well, we find out he had multiple torn labrums. Like, whatever the, whatever the yeah. hell was going on there. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, now he has torn both of his yeah. leg rooms. But... He comes back, runs for 200 yards. I mean, defense was locking Madison down Roethlisberger. Like 60. And then we collapse. For... Like, an incredible usual. collapse. I don't know what... And you were in attendance for that. Yeah, one. that was... that was. We were, we were feeling good. Finally a blowout. That was what we kept saying. Like... It, we just want to go. I just want to watch us win by three touchdowns and just be done with like having to stress for a game. And then they start coming back. Najee Harris scores a touchdown. I got a bitch at Rennie to stop rooting for his fantasy team. I'm gonna stab that kid. He's like, it's not a big deal. It's only seven to twenty nine. Who cares? They score another touchdown. It's like okay, still not a big deal. Whatever. I don't know if did he he threw two picks right. First one off yeah. Jefferson's hands, kind of. It looked like someone uh, tipped it. So they score. And then we get the KJ Osborne touchdown, and it's like, okay, all right, all right, that was cute. So it must have been twenty-three, because that's our other, that's our only last touchdown, twenty-two-zero at half. Because we get oh, the Osborne touchdown in the second half, and it puts us back up by like two scores, and it's like, okay, we're all right. And then we're, and then we give up a score, and then we're throwing the ball. Why are we throwing the ball? Because people want us to be aggressive. Yeah, well, I just, you could have knelt the ball every away, play after that and just won the game. It was so bad. And then, of course, you let Rothsberger drive the entire field to try to tie it. And luckily, Harrison Smith knocks that ball out. Yeah, luckily, he's an all-pro because not many safeties in the league can make that Can play. you imagine had you you've given up a touchdown there and a two-pointer? Like, you know he's getting a two-pointer if they score there. Like, yep. Oh. Tipped. Has any team collapsed that much on final drives ever? The Lions. At no, some they've point never probably. had leads. You got to be in front to <laughs> blow a lead. So I don't know any anything you remember from Pittsburgh, or should we jump to the next game? Uh, Chris Boyd blew that one. I remember that the Steeler game. It was basically, the yeah, wasn't that Chris Boyd who had the uh, uh, pers- uh the taunting. Oh yeah! Right before Najee's touchdown. Yep, yep. And then he kept getting burned by Deontay Johnson. That was the game where Claypool decided to celebrate. <laughs> yep, I was just getting to that. Classic too. Claypool idiot. Yep. Uh, Harrison Smith goes to grab the ball away, realizes he's celebrating, and uh, just backs away. His own player, Trey Turner, runs up and is like, "What are you doing?" And just starts tearing the ball from him. <laughs> Which ends up making it worse because Eric Kendricks like slaps yeah. the ball while, on the while they're like yelling at each other. Kendricks <laughs> just kind of slaps it on the ground. I mean, veteran play there. I just, how well, can you, how do we not ever just make one play on a drive? Like to kill it. Like the, even like, against the lions, all you had to do is one time sack them. And that whole drive just gets it. Now they're scrambling. And instead it's, they just methodically boom, 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 boom. I'm telling you, I, if I had to blame someone for that, it's, it's gotta come with the head coach. Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. Like, we're not big like fire make Zimmer guys, but these last stretch of games have been pretty brutal for old Mike Zimmer. Like I put that Lions yeah. team completely on him. You can't twenty nine zero and you almost lose. 
That's on the coach it's, as well. I mean, I don't know who to blame. I can't blame like one single person for giving up 21 points or whatever it was. Again, why are you throwing the football? We bitch about the Falcons uh, blowing 28-3 in the Super Bowl because they threw the football. Like, what are you doing there? There's a point where it's like, all right, yeah, you know, let's get some more points and put them away. But that's when it's like 28-13. Like, you know, they're still two, only two possessions away. But when you're up twenty nine nothing, twenty nine nothing, run the football. You, Once they get their Delvin, first touchdown, it's like, like all right, a, let's be smart about this. Take our time here. Delvin's got like hundred eighty yards on seventeen carries. Why are you not running the football? Fucking I. That was a night I could have ran for hundred yards. That was impressive. Like, that's how big those, those holes, holes were. It was a, we were running like gap scheme and like counters and like changing up our run game. It's just massive. I don't know what Pittsburgh's Just doing. Just parting, parting of the Red Sea the entire night long. But no, let's throw the goddamn football. Brutal. So we lose that. Well, we win that game. Didn't feel, felt It should have been a, a nice moment to just get a big blowout. And instead it was like, holy fuck, did we almost blow that game. Then we go to Chicago, which, I mean, Bad news a lot of people were kind of like not happy with that win because it was kind of an ugly win. But I don't give a shit what happens when you go to Soldier Field. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, Soldier Field on Monday yeah. night in the fucking in December. The, yeah, good luck coming out of there with a W. Yeah. If it's 3 to 0, I'm happy, whatever. Like I don't I don't care at all. I mean, we got the two scores in the first half in the red zone, which was big cuz that seems like something we're kind of struggling with lately. And then defense played well most of the game. Yeah, and the Bears were chippy as hell. Oh my god, yeah, that uh, was ridiculous. They got flagged one whole drive. Yeah. All the way down the field. Yeah. <laughs> and they uh and what's their problem? Like they're they're always chippy though. What is Akeem but, Hicks' problem? What is his fucking problem? He should have been flagged multiple times for throwing Cook down like well after the play was over too. I we we should get him next year just so we don't have to play him. That dude's awesome. I will take him, I don't care for how much he single handedly ruined the that idea that Mason Cole team. could be someone. Like it was like Mason Cole. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, maybe move him to guard. He played great at center. Let's get Bradbury and and Cole and see how they do. And he just started picking Cole up and throwing him around like a ragdoll. He Buckner. Yeah, him. it was <laughs> just brutal. So I don't know. And now he's got broken fucking elbow or something. Udo's on uh, COVID. People are saying it's Dakota Dozier time, and I'm, I'm not happy. Well, I mean. Honestly, you got to take one final look to see if he actually sucks at football. I think we got a nice long one. <laughs> Apparently, Wyatt Davis sucks at football. He can't even get a sniff of the playing time. Uh, I'll, I, one thing about the Bears game that I just was blown away by, Justin Fields kneeling the ball to take a sack. or what? I, I've never seen a bigger coward of a quarterback. I would be ashamed <laughs> as a Bears fan. Take the sack like a man. You go. You kneel the ball. Like and then he cried like a baby because he got hit. It's like this dude, this dude James Lynch, three hundred pound guy coming at you full speed, and you drop to a knee last second. Court, you should be barreled over. Like what are you doing? He's supposed to just hold up. Terrible. And then they gave him the flag. They didn't blow the whistle. James Lynch played through the whistle. Stupid. How are you gonna know if he actually knelt all the way down? You can't tell. I've never seen anyone do that. Has that quarterback ever done that? No, I've, I've never seen somebody kneel to take Dive to the ground. Just fall down. Don't don't kneel and then stand back up and expect James yeah, and Lynch like, to just, just stop. Like ta- yeah, it was like a tap of a knee. Yeah. It's like, dude, what Like, what if that's a fake knee? I don't know. We got fucking, what's his name? Kenny Pickett fake sliding in 
the college. Like this could be, you could be trying to fool me. I'm just, they didn't even blow the whistle. It was terrible, horrible thing. And then we were almost was like, we're gonna lose because of that. This fucking shit. They, they went down the field a little bit, and now Justin Fields, like, also announcers. He's not playing good. Stop making excuses for him. He runs for like six yards, and it's like that's what gets Bears fans excited. Six yard runs. <laughs> I don't get it. It's I. I mean, I runs for fifteen yard losses and gets sacked. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's what you're going to get with Justin Fields. You know, he's a rookie, but he's trying to make things happen, and you got to appreciate it. He played terrible. Like, I don't know what to tell you. He hasn't really looked good much at all. And then, what was that? Tevin Jenkins, this lunatic. We we deck, uh, I'm guessing it was Fields, uh, completely legally, inbounds. He comes running over, starts swinging on our players. That's one thing. That guy, he was always a hothead. We, we scouted him. He was when we scouted him, you know, we, we watched the YouTube highlights, we, you know, we, he yeah. was on the draft board. We scouted, yeah, him. We, we scouted yeah. him. We knew that he was a hothead, <laughs> but this announcer, all of a sudden he's like, I like that fire. I like him going over oh, there. That, that is, that is good. I don't know which one it was. It's either Brian Greasy. That was Lewis. Was it Riddick? That was Lewis. They, Brian Greasy sure and Lewis Riddick. Riddick. They hate each other. And they always disagree. Oh, it just yeah. seems like they're always like, if one guy's like, that was a good read by the quarterback, the next guy will be like, you know, good read, but actually the receiver was the one who made the play there. Like, they're constantly just taking little jabs at each other. But to to say that running over there and swinging on one of our players and getting a 15-yard penalty was something you'd like to see. The other guy, Brian Greasy, he's like, you know, he could have went over there and not swung and just sort of like, you know, stood his ground. <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly, dumbass. Like, what do you mean you like that he wouldn't got a 15-yard penalty? Like, just... I was like, this is the most ridiculous announcing crew I've ever seen in my life. It's got to stop. Yeah, and, and Greasy was like, there's a time and place to like hit somebody like that, and it's not when you're down 17 Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's like it's one thing to go over there and like defend your quarterback and be like, you know, get up there but, and not draw a penalty. Fucker swung on our guy. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just a weird game. I don't know what the, what the, the – the Bears are going to try so hard to beat us if I have playoff hopes on the line in Week 18. I don't know what their problem is. What did we do to them? Well, they're just assholes. <sighs> Fucking worse. Maybe it's because they know we're better than them. That one Bears fan at the at the game. I mean, also, I'd be pissed too if I had to watch all 22 film from Soldier Field. <laughs> that angle is brutal. So we we snuck out a win there. Was it uh, ended up being a one score game because uh, Jimmy fucking Graham gets a touchdown at the very end? Ridiculous. Seventeen yep, to seventeen nine. Seventeen nine. So that that made it thirteen one possession games. We're one shy of the record. Yeah, don't worry. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bears game that puts us at we were the seventh seed. We were seven and seven going into the home game versus the Rams, which we attended this one. Yep. Thanks, Cam Haney, quality yep. guy. They. Thanks, Cam. Uh, Had a lot of fun. <laughs> Ruined my day, you know. Brought us to a game, made us watch, you know, bad football. What a jerk. Yeah, unbelievable. So Great seats, though. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, you know. Those were fantastic. Quality's quality. Quite quite the workout, though. We should get less steep steps. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what'd you, how'd you feel about that Rams game? Uh well it sucked I mean we got ran over like literally it just Sony Michelle had like twenty seven carries for hundred and forty yards it's one of those games where it's like no matter what happened you can't get dominated that much at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball and never expect a win it's like when we play the Forty ers like they just manhandle us it was thirty to twenty three and honestly I thought it was worse it felt worse because it never we never it never felt 
like close. It always felt like we were down two scores. Sure, we got that last was, field goal at the end, which made it a seven point game, but like it wasn't. We never had the ball going to tie it. It seemed like I think we might have like once in the third, but uh, once in the first quarter when Kirk threw that pick off Osborne. Yeah, against. it was a brutal one. Fucking Osborne. <sighs> but that you know, I think we might have had a chance to go thirteen to twenty, maybe. And then we punt the ball, and they get the punt return for a touchdown to make it 27-13. That might have been another one. Yeah, I mean, and you had was... you got two bar interceptions. Xavier Woods got a pick. Like it's weird. Like defense made plays, but then also gave up you know six yards on the ground every run. Now we were what eight and zero or something like that in the Zimmer era when we had three plus interceptions. Oh yeah. Until that game, we've lost. We've with... lost five games where we win the turnover battle. This year, no, yeah, like how is no. that even possible? That's got to be that is insane. So bad. I mean, we we threw that, two picks, right, or just one? Why do I feel like you threw two? Hard to say. You threw one off Osborne's hands. That might just had the one. No fumbles either. So yeah, we plus two in the turnover and we lost, and it never felt close. And Stafford played bad. Classic yeah, Stafford. Didn't some, yeah, didn't we have some stupid? Like, only 11 yards gained after those three interceptions. Well, yeah. I mean, one drive started on the two-yard line, so you can only gain two yards. One drive was on, like, the 15-yard line, and we went fucking backwards, I'm pretty sure, because Bradbury got a tripping call because he's an idiot. He tried to trip someone. That's just what we do. You know, you're first in, like, 10 goal goal to go, and you get a penalty. Now, Now what? Now it's first in goal from, like, the 17. Like, you've immediately just completely shot yourself in the foot. And then the other one, we must have just completely botched it because Woods' interception had there was that was at like midfield, so nothing. I mean, we got we ended up getting ten points on the turnovers. And Stafford threw picks on back to back drives, and he threw one on the first drive that Dantzler dropped. Stafford sucks. He's always sucked. I don't know why people act like he's good. He makes some good. I mean, he's got a really good arm, and he's got like good tools. But man, he makes some bad decisions. There's those quarterbacks where it's like, like Carson Wentz. It's like, clearly this guy's very talented. And then it's like, what the fuck was that? What are you doing? One time Stafford just lateraled the ball to nobody playing us. And we ran it back for a touchdown. Like, I've seen this guy, and he's not good. Kirk Cousins is their quarterback. They beat us 45-10. to 10. I've seen Kirk do some pretty stupid stuff. Oh, he stuff. definitely he does some either. stupid <laughs> stuff, but it's at a lower rate than Matt Stafford. This take, is true. But I think Stafford um, believes in himself a little more where like he'll like take a more of a risk or try to make a play. I mean like th- you know chucking the ball to Madison on third and goal from the 10. Fans didn't like that. That was not a winning play to to throw the 5-yard check down and take the field goal. It's like I think Greg Joseph can make the field goal from 27 or 22. You just throw it to the end zone. Throw throw it to the back pylon and just hope. I'd rather you throw the At ball. least you won't get booed. No. Just throw it where no one can get it. Like, either Jefferson gets it or no one gets it. Like, don't throw the, the five-yard check down because what? It gives Joseph an easier, easy kick. You're just going to get booed. Yards on, because you got yards <laughs> yeah, on third That's down. what the play says, tells me to do. Like, that's, he's just like a robot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Rams game, did you did you have any? I thought DJ Wanham was terrible after playing really good against the Bears. I rewatched yeah, it. Three sacks against. I rewatched it to try to figure out like, like why does our run D suck and DJ Wanham's not good. Patrick Jones not good at run defense. And then Eric Kendricks, man, he was brutal. And I was like, maybe it's just, maybe I don't know what I'm watching. And then PFF gave him a 40 grade. So 
maybe you do. Yeah, not great. I mean, every time it's like, where are you going? He's trying to go underneath the play to try to go, you know, make a big stop. And it's like, I don't think you're fast enough to be doing that. You need to just stay where you are, man. Brutal. And then uh, Aaron Donald had like multiple plays where he completely blew up run plays. Just instant. Instantly. So. Yeah, but. Yeah, you you have to expect that when you're playing Aaron Donald that he's gonna have a handful of those a game. Yeah, I, the the run game just sucked. Like I feel like that killed so many drives. It'd be like second and six, and then we'd lose two yards. It's like well, it's third and eight now. Like we should just stop running ever, ever against this team because we can't do it. Run defense, run offense. I I mean I blame that for most of that game. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was a really bad game just in general. Like, couldn't run, couldn't pass. We played defense, but, oh, pass defense. That's the thing. It's weird. It's like, oh, we picked them off three times, but you gave up. Like, you let them run the ball right through you. And then it was like, okay, yeah, offense didn't play well in the first half because in the second half, once we just started throwing the ball, we went up and down the field like three times. And, I mean, he threw a touchdown to Osborne. He threw... Uh, was it just the Osborne? I mean, we ended up scoring tw- 23 points, so somehow the hell we did that. Uh, 23. Who Madison had a touchdown on the Madison. interception by Barr. So. And then three field yeah. goals. So, I mean, I don't know. Offense obviously didn't play great, but I just it, it just seemed like we should have just fucking ditched the run game, man. It, was, it just wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, because I agree. Uh, second half, as soon as we did start throwing more often, it seemed like we moved. And, like, we went up-tempo on the one drive that ends with the Osborne touchdown where we just – no huddle, go, go, yeah. go. Don't let them substitute. So I it's I don't know. I don't know who, you know. Now we're It's all it's all too little too late. Yeah, it's like you could just we kind of just are a mediocre team. Like we're we're not in the um Rams, 49ers, Packers. We're not even close to the Packers or Bucks, Cowboys. Cowboys. We're still below the 49ers, the Rams, and fuck right now the Eagles. We're we're like Atlanta and Washington. That's where we belong, you know. Yeah, New Orleans. God, they look bad. Obviously, they have Ian Book as a quarterback. But so seven and eight. We got two games left. Got to win them both. Yeah, and I know people are like, "Well, I don't want to make the playoffs because I want Zimmer to be fired." Like, yo, you make the playoffs. That doesn't mean Zimmer's job is saved. You have to make a legitimate run at the Super Bowl. My opinion is you probably have to make it to the Super Bowl for Zimmer to save his job. So, still root for a couple wins. I think if and... he wins a game, he saves his job. I mean, you make the playoffs like with with like I just the things that is good about that is like that means his team didn't quit. Like so many teams could just roll over. Like although we felt a little like a rollover against say, uh, the Rams there. We're fucking bars yeah. blaming the fans and shit. But you go beat the Packers on Monday night and then win another game against the Bears and then win another playoff game. Like, I, I don't know if I could fire Zimmer. He's always... Now, if we just look like shit, which, if I'm a betting man, Monday night football at Green Bay, we're going to get murdered. Sunday night. Sunday night, even worse. We're going to get oh, yeah, slaughtered. Slaughtered. And then I am fully on board with like, okay, it's time to make a change. Like, it's it's we're at the end of the rope here. I mean, he's had his run. God, Rodgers is going to make a point to That's, it's, Doesn't it seem like it? Ass. We beat him the last two times. I just feel like he's going to be like, I want to end this 
four of these guys on. It's weird. He's the one who wants to put a dagger. In yeah, he wants to. Yeah, I'll end this guy's career. I, I've never been one to be like, oh, I hope we lose so he gets fired. It's like, wh- I don't know. If you like, if he wins the next two games, he made the playoffs. Is it that that's kind of the goal? Is this really a Super Bowl caliber team? Feels like a wild card team. No, but do I think that he can put together a Super Bowl team? Not really anymore. No, you've, you've so given up why, hope. So, so that's why if he makes the playoffs, like you legit have to go to the Super Bowl. If he made it to the championship game, that means he wins two playoff games on the okay, road. Then we're probably talking. Then we're talking. Like that's gonna mean he's gonna beat like at Green Bay or at Dallas or at Tampa, and then do it or again. Two of the three. yeah. Like there's just no way you're firing him after that. I think <laughs> I'd fire him. I feel like <laughs> if he wins the next two, makes a playoffs, and gets like blown out round one. I, honestly, I'd be fine either way if he got rid of Zimmer or kept him. I think it's a little more fun to to get rid of him and let's get someone new in yeah. and let's change change it. But I generally don't think he's a bad head coach. Like there's far worse out there. Had some pretty bad moments this year with that defense. Like you're supposed to be a guru. Two straight years of a garbage defense. You're giving up massive points at the end of halves, end of games. That seems like a coaching thing. So I think it's uh, totally justified if they fire him. But if he wants to fight for his job and win the next two and make the playoffs, then I think it's justified to keep him. So I'm on the fence. You're firing him. I mean, we're both already looking up new candidates for for jobs here. Oh, yeah. I've got a list of 12. So what would it take Um, for you to keep him? You think – where's he got – you were were saying he's got to get to the Super Bowl, which we haven't done since the 70s. I I would say, you know, I, I would guess if you lose a close game in the NFC title game, sure. But Are you fucking for real? So you're saying if he wins the wild card game, wins in the divisional round, and then loses in, uh, say it's thirty to ten in the title game, you're firing him. Yeah. Oh wow, you have turned a corner on here, Ryan. Okay, so two playoff wins on the road, you're firing him. That's a shame. Good. We have a good. We have a good team. That should be expected. Mm. We have a good offense. We have a good offense. It should be expected. NFC title game should be expected. Sure. Okay. I, I, I'm with just gonna, this roster. I'm just, with this roster. You think this roster is with this that off- good? With this offense. This offense is delightful. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have his hands on the offense, so. <laughs> hmm. Perfect. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, hey. People have been fired after title games before. Didn't fucking, like, Schottenheimer get canned after a 14-2 and season? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, crazier things have Benny happened. Lott- then he lost to the Patriots, I believe, and got killed. Yeah, they ran it, ran its course. Well, just like Zimmer. Just well, like well. Zimmer, I would say again, betting man, we get annihilated on Sunday night. Then we play the Bears. We probably get a win just to just to you know make our draft spot worse, and then we fire him. It's thirty-eight thirteen on Sunday night, isn't it? I have no hope. I didn't. I didn't feel good about that Rams game either. I felt good about the no, uh, no. the Pittsburgh game. Yep. Bears game. I never so, feel good about. At, at yep. halftime, I felt a lot better though. Their offense looked worthless, and I was like, okay, like just don't do anything stupid. And then yeah, Rams yep. game. I mean, the, again, it goes back to that fucking Lions game. You can't lose that game. That game was Zimmer's job. 
Because if he hadn't lost that, he could lose to the Packers this week and then just go beat the fucking shitty Bears and probably sneak into the playoffs. So, I don't know. Um, And you probably don't collapse against the Steelers if you beat the Lions. Yeah. I mean, these aren't even that bad. Like, if the way we win these games, it just doesn't look great. But, like, we beat the Packers We've beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers. We beat—I mean, the Bears suck, but you beat them. Like it's—you beat them at Soldier Steelers Field. Suck too. Steelers suck too. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're not that great of wins, but we beat the Packers this year. The fact Good for that us. we should have beat the Cardinals didn't. Didn't. Yeah. Well, you know what are you gonna? A good team wins that football game. Hmm. Bengals. Bam. A good team wins that football game. We're just mediocre. We're just a mediocre yeah. team. Well. So are you like tear it down? Have you gone to that? No, 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 no. <laughs> no I like I guess define tear it down. Yeah, you know, cleaning house a little bit. Probably you know, like getting rid of. Maybe you do let Hunter walk. You let Kendricks walk. Not walk, but you maybe you look to trade these guys. Or I guess how do you tear it down when these guys are signed? You start trading them. Does any team ever do that? Just start trading players. The Jags maybe. You can't really like. Well. We could cut them. Count this year as a loss. That's weird, though. I yeah, and that's why I don't think tear it down is really the thing. But like, you kind of it's more or less like a uh, uh, slow, fast roster turnover. Like more or less, you hire someone new. You're really not signing the depth guys who don't have a contract next year. Bring in your own guys. And then the next year, all the aging veterans who are leaving, probably like Kendricks, Pierce, Tomlinson. Yeah. Those guys all get to leave, and you bring in new bodies there. Um, I guess a full rebuild. Go ahead. But if you're, like, able to stay competitive, maybe you think about keeping Pierce or Tomlinson and maybe not letting Kendricks walk. I guess it comes Um, down to... Do you trade Kirk Cousins? Because if you don't trade Kirk Cousins, the offense is too good to like tank. Because you have Jefferson signed, Thielen signed, Irv Smith signed. The whole offensive line is basically signed. Not that they're amazing, but they're there. And then Delvin Cook is here. Like, how the hell are you not? I mean, we've we've had a terrible defense for two straight seasons, like ranked twenty eighth, and we're going like virtually five hundred because our offense. So yeah. unless I guess you plan on getting rid of Kirk. I feel like that's the key to going from tear it down and be like, fuck it, we're going to go with either Mond or some rookie and be bad. Or if you keep Kirk, you're sort of doing like the retool, like bring in a new coach. Maybe he, you know, changes things up scheme wise on defense, you know, brings in a couple of his guys, blah, blah, blah. And you try to run it back and see what you can do. Packers did it. Yeah, that's true. They, you know, like they didn't completely tear it down. They didn't get rid of all their good players. I mean, they didn't bring in... I mean, I guess they brought in, like, Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith and Amos. But that defense was bad. And so is ours. And they just... You can turn around a fucking defense. Yeah. Like, it's not... Especially when you're you're going to start with... Like, next year you will have... I mean, I assume you're going to have Hunter, because I don't think $25 million in cap hit is that crazy for Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter, Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce, Eric Kendricks, Harrison Smith. 
Armin Watts. Armin Watts. I mean, you're going to have guys like, I know people don't like Dantzler. I mean, he got roasted by Odell Beckham, but besides that, that game, he actually played pretty well when I rewatched it. Like, the one play was put on skates, but what are you going to do? And then Cam Bynum's looked good if you want him as your other safety. So, sign a couple guys to fill in. I mean, you're going to bring some corners in probably, but like, there's no reason that can't be a middle-of-the-pack defense and your offense is, you know, top 10. First two picks in the draft, draft a couple defensive guys, one one cornerback for sure, and just yeah, keep going. That like like we you said that the offensive has won seven and hopefully eight games the last two years basically by themselves. So the the offense is good enough, and it's all coming back start- plus Irv Smith. Yeah, and so like it just it needs a little help. You know, don't give up 24 points a game, and maybe we'll win three or four more games. And honestly, you know, maybe <laughs> the coach doesn't, you know, botch three or four games and you win three or four more games. Like, I feel like yeah. this year has been the most, like, I feel like direct failures of coaching. So, like, I'm far more on board with, like, let's just try someone fresh. With knowing the fact that, like, it could very easily backfire and this coach could be worse than Zimmer, but it's like, I feel like it's at the point where it's like, let's just fucking try it. Yeah, and that, and I feel like at that point, you know, all of our good players' contracts are expired. Like, yeah, maybe it is at that point time to just say, all right, throw your hands up and say, all right, let's let's completely let's do one where we end up with like the second pick in the fucking draft, you know, something like that. Let's not resign anybody. From this last regime. Mm-hmm. Let's never do that again. <laughs> um, Spielman? You, you... I like the guy. I like, I like the guy. That's the... See, I would, I would much prefer to keep Spielman and fire Zimmer than fire Ball. He's the, he's the man for the job. <laughs> he's the man for the job. Uh, yeah. I won't... I won't... I do think he's a very good... It's weird. It's similar. It's like, I think he's a very good GM. I think he's a better GM... Then Zimmer is a coach, but I also think Zimmer's a pretty good coach. I wouldn't be too upset if all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're bringing in, you know, random dude from the Colts front <laughs> office, that Dobbs guy. It's like, hey, that's exciting. Let's let's fucking shake it up and see what happens. You know, like I'm not opposed to. It's been a lot of mediocrity. Yeah, but I'm also like worried. What if you get some idiot from Houston? Or yeah, you get some guy who like doesn't believe in trading down, or doesn't doesn't like like who's that idiot from New York that just never moved around? Dave Gettleman. Yeah, like something like that. Like where it's like they're so out of touch with like football where it's going. I don't think Ziggy would hire someone like that though. Don't you think Ziggy's more of a forward thinker? You know. Yeah, that's true. He bought the Vikings when we were you know in a dome. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I'm going to get a giant stadium. I'm going to get a really nice training facility. We were just coming off the love boat. <laughs> yeah. And he He's like, this is what we call a buy low right here. Buying the dip <laughs> of the Minnesota Vikings. This Genius. is how my dad came, became rich in oil. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess Zimmer's playing for his job. Basically. His job's over. Well, according to you, he's got to make it to a, to a title game and it be close. Yeah, you get the more you say you, the more you talk down to me like that. The more I feel like that was a very dumb thing. To the say. problem but is I'm gonna stand the by problem it. is is the path to get there. There's no way that that's not seen as like an incredible coaching job because you would need to rip off a win at Lambeau, 
then against Chicago, then go on the road again to probably, I don't know, Tampa Bay and beat Tom Brady. Then in the divisional round, you'd be playing, well, you'd be playing the one seed because we'd be the seven seed. Amen. So you're probably playing at Green Bay. You just knocked off Rodgers again. And then Ooh. you play, uh, I don't know, Dallas in the title game and get your ass kicked. So, okay, I guess if you got, if you They should be putting a Green statue Bay. of Zimmer out front if that's the case. If you end up beating Green Bay in the playoffs, yeah, you probably should. Extension? Ex- extension? Long term? Question. Did we extend Tice after his playoff win in uh, Green Bay? I don't think Tice ever got an extension, did he? I don't think McCombs handed no. those out. He's like one year every time. He's like he's like t- taking coaches away from Tice. Like, we're going to cut the salaries here, boys. <laughs> he had like the, like the cheapest fucking staff of anyone. Mike Tice. Yeah. Now he won't coach anyone because they're all punks, apparently. You see where he said that? Yeah, yeah, these kids these days, they don't listen. I'm not going to coach them. And, now, and his kid works for Pro Football Focus. Yeah. Um, speaking of coaches, anyone out there that we've kind of gone back and forth that you'd be interested in getting? I feel like I went from, at first it was like, let's get the hot new uh, OC type, you know? And I've moved to know I want a leader of men. I want oh, a presence. Should I break out my list? Yeah, you can break it. I want, I want like a like a, the Mike Tomlin type. I don't, I don't actually. I honestly don't even want someone that calls plays on either side of the ball. Like Belichick doesn't call plays. You know why? Because he's busy coaching. He's busy managing the game. Like how can Zimmer even be paying Mike, attention? I don't think Mike. Tom, I don't think Mike Tomlin calls. No, plays. he doesn't. When he got there, Dick LeBeau ran that defense, and Tomlin's well, like, "Go ahead and keep running the defense. I'm the head coach. I'm not a coordinator." Like Zimmer's always talking about, you know. They did this. They did that. It's like that's your that's your whole team, dude. Don't like it's all one thing. And don't you just feel like if you're constantly coming up with like, what am I gonna call next? What like what scheme? You know what what's working? What's not? How are you also like managing the you know time on the clock and managing you know timeouts and like all that stuff? It just seems like it'd be a lot easier if you just trusted someone to handle the the duties of play calling and you just coached up your team and managed the game. Oh, but you know what do I know? Um... Leader of men. You got any leader 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 of men men. on that group? Oh, absolutely. I have multiple leader of men on this group. Starting with the uh, the Grapes and Gorak favorite, Gerard Mayo. And people might recognize Uh, that name. Former first-round pick, linebacker for the New England Patriots, is now the – I think he's the linebacker's coach? Yep, linebacker's coach for the Patriots. But it's not crazy. Um, The Eagles did interview him last year for a head coaching job, right? Yep. So yeah, I think he's had multiple interviews. Yeah, so he's a fast coach. riser. I feel like in kind of the same mold as like maybe a Mike Rabel, who it's like went from yep. retired player, a few years in coaching, and then boom, head coach. That man, leader of men. Mike leader Rabel, I think, is top five coach. Like he, any knows how to manage the game. Like he's always doing the right thing. And he know, and he knows what to do with his players that he has, like. When they have Derrick Henry, it's, well, I'm going to run the football yep. with, you know, Derrick Henry. And now, and then it's like, well, Tannehill can play. And so they They're- go and they trade for Tannehill. And bam, all of a sudden dethrones Mariota and they make it to the AFC title. And they're always competitive, like no matter what. Like you lose Henry <laughs> and they're still competitive. I just, well coached. Yeah, him. I think they're the two seed. Yeah. Without Henry, well coached team, well coached team, and uh, I know a lot of Patriot player or coaches have failed. You know, McDaniel's st- uh, stint with the uh, Broncos was a failure. Romeo Cornell was a failure. Eric Mangini is a failure. Charlie, Charlie Weiss, Weiss was, a was a failure. Brian Flores, 
not, not a, a failure. failure. Mike Rabel, while technically not ever really a coach with the Patriots, I believe he went through the Texans, if yep. I'm right. Texans and Ohio State. Yeah, but he was obviously a player with the Patriots. So I don't really care that Gerard Mayo to me, like Eric Mangini, look at him. That ain't a leader of men. That's a schmuck. Charlie Weiss, Romeo Cornell. It's like, you guys, you, you, you just look, you look terrible. Gerard Mayo has a presence. The man, they'll play for him. Yeah, and like Weiss and Mangini called plays on offense. Yep. Romeo Cornell called plays on defense. Gerard Mayo, not going to call plays. Leader of Leader men. Leader of men. Our, our current ideal situation is hire Mayo, keep Clint Kubiak. A lot of people probably hating on Kubiak right now. Which is fine. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's been this is his first year. Yeah, first year, I think he's been I think he's been pretty solid overall. So I mean, my personal take has been I thought the offense overall has been pretty damn good. Run game could be better. I feel like a run game took a step back this year compared to Gary's what he's done, but Kirk's been pretty That's damn fine. good. We'll 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 hire a good offensive line coach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll hire Joe Thomas. Yeah, there we go. All former players is what we're going for. Who do you have? Who do you have next on your list? Um, next on my list, uh, another leader of men, uh, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. Uh, this would be what is this? His would be his second stint as a head coach. He was the Jets yep. head coach, yep. and I think and that dude Jets got a raw deal. Definitely got a raw deal. They were starting to get better, and they fired him for Adam Gase, and it set him back. It's almost kind of similar to the Jim Caldwell firing. It's like, what, what did you think he was going to do this? Like, in it's the Jets. You guys have been terrible since. I mean, Rex Ryan had a couple runs, and then you've just been awful. And he finally makes you pretty good, and you just fire him for fucking Adam Gase. So defenses are always good. Seems like uh, Todd Wool is currently the box defensive coordinator. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be totally down with that. I don't hate the idea of. Like a, a head coach who got fired somewhere that I think got like kind of screwed because, you know, you look at like someone like Bill Belichick, he had a one run with Cleveland and they fired his ass and they probably regret that. They learned, no, you should, because... you think they learned something from uh, experience of failing. Anyone? Yeah. You know, so. Uh, Read a, pick up a book sometime. Yeah. Todd Bowles. I, I like that one. Funny that the Todd first Bowles. two are defensive guys. It's not our fault. That's where leaders of men are born. Yeah, yeah, all these, all this newfangled, from. you know, OCs that are supposed to be like the next Sean McVay, you know, I don't know, not leaders of men. Um, another leader of men, uh, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, interesting one. Uh, Philadelphia won a Super Bowl. Initially, yep, initially hated the idea because you know, fuck them, beat Zimmer in the title game. Yep. Uh, but the more I read and the more I hear about him, uh, I think he's a good coach. It's kind of wild to think that the Eagles had never won a Super Bowl. He wins them a Super Bowl, and somehow within a few years, it fell apart where he got fired. Crazy. Like you, th- If we won a Super Bowl, say Mike Zimmer wins a Super a Bowl statue. this year, I would never fire him. I don't care what the fuck happens. <laughs> that man won us a Super Bowl. He will stay here till he dies. So, what? Steelers. Tomlin won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And also has never had a losing season until this year. So, you know, can't fire someone that. Because he's a leader, leader of, of men. Ho- Doug Peterson, what – give me a – like a like a minute summary of what the fuck happened in Philly. Like – What the fuck happened in Philly. So, obviously Carson Wentz got hurt, and then he kept getting hurt. So, they 
went back and forth between him and Foles. And while all this was going on, apparently the owner had meetings with the front office and Doug Peterson every Tuesday, I believe, around like midday, which apparently in every other organization, first off, never happens. And two, midday on a Tuesday is like the busiest time of the day uh, or like of the week because, you know, everyone's coming in. You're kind of dishing out all the schedules and shit like that. Um, But so, yeah, they had these meetings and then he had to get things approved, not only by the GM, but also the owner. And the owner had say in like how things would be ran. So everything Doug Peterson wanted to do eventually got shot down. So basically he ended up just and, feuding with the front office and the owner. Yeah. Dude got And sued. then obviously Wentz got kind of pissy when they drafted Hertz and everything just sort of like went down the tubes. Yeah. So, but Doug Peterson as a coach seemed like a pretty fucking good coach. He won Philly yep. a Super Bowl, beat the crap out of Mike Zimmer in the title game, went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady and beat him. So, And he's kind of a gambler. I like that. You know, I don't know if he would. He, I believe he did call plays with Philly, right? Yeah, yeah. he did call Philly plays special. In Philly, you know? I so, okay, I mean, I'm. It, it's hard for me to say I don't like any of these people because what the fuck do I know? So I'd be excited for that. I think he's a leader yeah. too. I do think he has like a presence about him. Definitely, and you know, uh, Super Bowl winning head coach that commands respect yeah. in the locker room immediately. So, like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you think of him, right? Like he won a Super Bowl in three years. Yeah, Only like he won what, a Super Bowl. I don't know. Fifty people have done it. Last because people won. Belichick's got seven yeah, of them. Oh so, yeah, exactly. Bill Walsh has like four yeah, of them. Somewhere maybe in the so 30s, only like probably. Thir- yeah, yeah. Hmm. Doug Peterson's one of them. Doug Peterson's one of them. <laughs> Mike McCarthy's <laughs> one of them. Look at the Cowboys though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I know Kellen Moore might be on your list. Dan Quinn might be on your list. Mike McCarthy's the one running that team. So, uh, Dan Quinn not on the list. I don't uh, hate another that, one. I love the way that defense attacks, man. We don't attack. We like we, we took s- the Falcons to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then it all fell apart. It's so crazy. Like it just falls apart so fast. I think once you blew a twenty-eight to three lead in the Super Bowl, though, you're fucked. you're fucked. Like there is that will always be you until you win a Super Bowl, which is very unlikely. So like. Yeah, he, he had to leave at some point there. That's too brutal of a loss. Yep. Um, I've got Vance Joseph down. Okay. He's probably one of my least uh, favorite on your list. Yeah, he, he's nothing He's nothing super exciting or sexy. but uh, Currently the Rams like pro- defensive coordinator, right? Cardinals. Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals. Who's the Rams? Oh, Raheem That's- Morris is the Rams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I like that Cardinals defense. They've got some good players. They... they they kind of bring that new age style of defense. Yeah. Who was he and the head coach of? Because I believe is he a retread? The Bron, the Broncos. Yeah. I just I right see. I, I feel like he might lack the leader of men vibe that I'm looking for. See, I think he uh, might have made some mistakes and learned from them. Okay. Okay. You know, yep. might might have treated some people differently before getting the respect of the players mm-hmm. and started doing things that probably shouldn't have been doing. Um, but going back to just coaching a defense and 
and exceeding at it again, I feel like he deserves another shot. Um, Kellen Moore is on the list. Yeah, we all know Kellen Moore. OC for the Cowboys. Cowboys offensive coordinator. Looking at him, yep. I don't see leader of men though. I see offensive guru guy, which I'd almost need him to hire like an like a established defensive corner, like Sean McVay did when he hired Wade Phillips right off the bat. Yep. Like I need you to go hire like Mike Zimmer. <laughs> like Wade Phillips. Like, Wade Phillips like fucking Wade Phillips. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Sean McVay kind of has the same like vibe to him and everything too. Yeah, he totally does. I mean, you got to find. Just Sean. looks like an offensive genius. Yeah. yeah. Just got to get a good defensive coach if you're going to go with somebody like Kellen Moore mm-hmm. or the next guy on my list, uh, Mike Kafka. This one's just kind of along the lines of pulling strings. He's done some work with Mahomes. Obviously, I know Andy Reid's done most of the work. And Mahomes might just be good. Yeah, That's what always scares me. Like the, the Brian Dayball. It's like this guy's been a kind of a mediocre coach his whole career. And now Josh Allen shows up and it's like, is it him? Did Dayball like mold him or could have any coach have just been like, oh, this guy's good now. Like, did he teach him yeah. to be accurate or did Josh Allen just sort of hone his craft? I feel like uh, that's why Dable's kind of a little further down yeah. my list. Like, if you're just going to say, well, he did stuff with Josh Allen. Well, yeah, but does Josh Allen have a quarterback coach outside of Buffalo? Is that, like, what happened in the offseason where he went from a shitty-ass quarterback to some sort of Was that Brian Dayball in with him day day in and day out? Like, did Brad Childress mold Donovan McNabb? No. No, he (laughs) fucking didn't do it. Donovan McNabb's Donovan McNabb. And, And, like, Josh Allen, like... Yeah, you created plays for Josh Allen, but like, did you see some of those throws that the dude makes? You literally just have to run not, uh, go routes and crossing. Yeah, routes. I mean, again, all you have to. It run. always scares me to grab the OC of like a a team that anyone could coach. Like, again, that's kind of what enemy. It's like, okay, do you need to be a good coach to coach Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes? Like, they'll execute any play you call and probably be successful. So, no. it, I mean, Sean McVay, wasn't he the fucking OC of, like, Washington? Yeah. Like, they yeah. aren't, they weren't, who the hell did they have? Kirk Cousins? Who, who did they have when they hired him? Alex Smith? Right. Kirk Cousins. I think. Yeah, like, they were, like, a, a solid offense. But it's, like, I think someone saw that this guy runs creative plays or, you know what I mean? Like, because every year, like, who was hired last year? I'm sure there was a bunch of, like... Arthur Smith. Yeah, like uh, somehow that team's actually competitive though, so you got to hand that to him. But I would never fucking hire yeah. Arthur Smith. Yeah, well, I mean, his dad's the FedEx. Guy. That's what matters, you know. That's real hard work that he decided to skip out on the family business, you know, and probably got an easy job right in with the whatever team because they were like, "Hey, I'm the FedEx guy's son." Uh, yep. Anyone else on your list? Oh yeah, I got plenty of guys. If you want to keep, you going. can just name some. We don't, you know, we don't break them. Uh, I've got uh, that Matt Eberflus fellow. I like him. Been watching a little bit of Hard Knocks. Show's pretty terrible these days because they just keep showing like Carson Wentz playing with his kids and shit. And it's like, oh. I don't care about Carson Wentz's family life. Yeah. Don't give me football. It's like I multiple. Like knocks. it's like here's a, here's a practice. Now let's go talk to you know. Darius Leonard and his girlfriend. Like I don't. I don't what, what are you doing? Like put me in the meeting rooms. But uh, Eberflus, yeah. leader of men. It, it also, Josh Re- that Colts defense is always like, compa- like really good with 
uh, a lot of no-namers. Darius Leonard, Buckner, and then a bunch of cast-offs. They're fucking rolling out Sandejo and Xavier Rhodes. And doing Sandejo? They start Andrew Sandejo. Pardon? Yeah, that Andrew Sandejo. No way. Yeah. The human missile. Uh, all right. Turn on a Colts uh, game. You won't miss him as he's fucking <laughs> spearing people. I, I heard you say Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. I feel like that's a list. real polarizing one, but like if I'm going offensive guru guy, I'm swinging for the fences and hope Josh McDaniels learned his lesson for being a little fucking schmuck, smart ass. He was a real smarmy bastard up in Denver, but if he's learned his lesson a little bit, and do not give him control of the roster because he was ter- he drafted Tebow in the first yeah. round and that was bad. Uh, I I've been also watching Man in the Arena. I don't know if you've seen the commercials for that. It's like Tom Brady going through each Super Bowl. Oh and he, yeah. He just fucking loves Josh McDaniels. Like, and when Josh McDaniels will talk about you know how they schemed up this game and they they knew they couldn't do this versus a certain team. It's like I like that. I like when it's I'm gonna change my whole game plan to beat this team. So I think he's really good at what he does. It's just can he be a leader of men? He might be lacking the thing I'm looking for. Bring in a defensive coach who's a real leader of men. Bring in Gerard Mayo. Bring Mayo because with that's you. Because <laughs> that's a promotion. Yeah, I don't know what, sure how that works, is. but yeah, you want to move from line. Who's the defensive coordinator in? Is it fucking Bill's kid? Is it Billy Jr. Belichick? Oh. I don't know what his kid's name is. Steve? Steve Belichick. Maybe maybe they don't have Yeah, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. Because so. that was uh, Brian Flores. He wasn't technically there. Defensive coordinator. Yeah, he was like a defensive assistant and a linebackers coach or something mm. like that. I wouldn't hate Josh McDaniels and Gerard Mayo as a tandem. You probably lose Mayo pretty quick though. Yeah, Maybe. I don't like that. What if you sign him to lifetime contracts? <laughs> Is that a thing? Uh, no, yes. Uh, uh, Brian Dable and BNME both make the list. Um, and Ryan Ficken down. Did great work with that special teams unit. Except for last week when we gave up Except a part return touchdown. Week. Otherwise, he has been fantastic. Yeah. Yep. When we blocked and that kick versus the Bears, him on the side. he was yeah. fired up. Players yep. seemed to like him. When he got the Look, job, players were like, fucking finally, Ficken got it, which was interesting. Leader of men. Leader of men. Leader, young leader, leader of men. Of men. Uh, okay, um, okay. And last but not least, uh, your favorite, Jim Caldwell. Yeah. Boring hire. Leader of men, maybe, though. You got to you, you said to men. me, I was like, I don't know if I like Jim Caldwell. And you're like, he bought Detroit to the playoffs. The D- Detroit fucking Lions to the playoffs. That's impressive. That's a feat. That's like And almost did it twice. And then they got fired because he went nine and seven. What is wrong with them? Went ten and six, then nine and seven. I think his first year with them, they went seven and nine, too. <sighs> That's like not too many years removed from 0 and 16. Yeah. Pathetic. Okay. Well, there's your coaches, a little preview, which will turn out to be useless when Zimmer, you know, runs the table here, gets into the Makes playoffs. Makes it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. When he loses in the title game and Ryan's only one outside U.S. Bank Stadium with a pitchfork ready to take his job. <laughs> yeah, you know, he won two games on the road against, you know, Super Bowl champs, but, you know, got blown up. I mean, Get yeah, better. I, I'm just saying, like, sure, you beat Tampa and you beat Green Bay. But what have you done for me lately? You lost to Mike McCarthy? You lost to Dallas. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, should we Should we even do the lines? I feel like we're at an hour. Do we really – does anyone really care? Should we run through them quick? Yeah, we won't say much about them if you got it. Yeah, I'll pull them up here. Um, yep. I mean, so to wrap up the Vikings, you got two games. got to win them both. 
you got to have the Niners either lose both their games. Philly has to go one and one. There's a bunch of scenarios. I think I saw we're like 25% chance if we go 2-0. That's not great. No, they, yeah, I think for the most part, every team not who's in the seventh seed right now, Philly. Philly is right now. They're our, they're kind of our problem. With the Saints losing last night, it's like if they lose one more game, we're going to make it ahead of them. I mean, this is all assuming we go 2-0. and Yeah, if we go 2-0, and every other team has to go 1-1 one and one or worse. Well, one of them can go 2-0. No, wait. The 49ers, I think, can go 2-0. and We can't tie them. Yeah. The because then they get the yeah. sixth seed, and then if everyone goes 1-1 one and one or we go 2-0, and I think then we are the seventh seed. Yeah. So, And we'll go through these. There's like the Falcons. They ain't going to fucking win. But anyways, first game of the week. Oh, and also beautiful. There's no Thursday game, which I do like Thursday games, but there is a, no bye weeks, no Thursday. It is a big slate of games on Sunday, and we don't play. No Saturday. No Saturday. I think there's like nine noon games, five afternoon games, and then we play on Sunday night, which is just it's just a beautiful day of football. Haven't done this since the uh, like third week of the season. Yeah, it's good stuff. So Raiders at Colts. Oh, Raiders Colts Raiders at Colts. I think it's uh, no Carson Wentz minus two and a half Indianapolis. It is currently minus six and a half Indianapolis. I don't know. I mean, you could bet it right now, which seems weird because I would think it would be a lot closer to with Wentz being out. Maybe they think because of the new rules that he might be able to play if he's. You see, they lowered the like the quarantine down to five days. So maybe they're thinking that as long as he's not symptomatic, he'll be playing in this game. Because that does seem big if it's... Who was that terrible backup they had that came in after Wentz rolled both his ankles and threw a fucking pick? Uh, And I think he was hurt, too. He sucks, too, though. Um, Yeah, okay. I'm going to take the... quad. Oh, it was uh, what? Jake Fromm? Jacob Eason? Eason. Eason. There you go. Jake Eason. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts to win. With Wentz, I'm going to take the Raiders to win if they don't have Wentz. Yep, I agree. Next up is Giants at Bears. Talk about a pointless football game. No playoff Uh, implications. Although, Giants are playing to better their draft pick. But hurt their own draft pick. If that makes any sense. They own both draft picks in this game. So if they beat the Bears, that pick's better. If they lose... So you know what? What so are they supposed to do? Do do, do they have the same same win loss? I think the Giants are actually worse. So maybe there's a way they could so play I, this. You know, like is there? Think you want to beat the Bears because then you know you drop them down to your level. Bears are five and five ten wins. Uh, Giants are four and eleven. Yeah, because if you drop them, because maybe you just flip spots at that point. <laughs> I just love seeing the Bears pick. I was so annoyed they won last week on the very end of the game against Seattle because I just want to see their pick be like top three. And it's like, yep. okay, well, if Justin Fields hits, it's always worth it. But he doesn't look very good. And you may have gave up like a top five pick plus you used a pick on him. So The Giants have to fire Dave Gettleman so they don't fuck up two top ten picks. Oh, they'll fuck it up. They're going to stick with Daniel Jones and Joe Judge. Joe Judge, another Patriots failure? Yeah. yeah okay. Special teams coach. Yeah. That's a weird one. What are you doing? Leader of men. Leader of men. <laughs> <laughs> that is when a leader of men goes wrong. Uh, all right. Next game is Bucks at Jets. Bucks at Jets. 
Oh wait, who did you take in Giants Bears? I'm taking the the G Men. I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. Yeah. It's that Soldier Field, didn't you say? Yeah, but Andy Dalton's starting in there. Or is Fields back? I think it's Dalton time. Yeah, it's probably better I, Dalton's actually. Better than yeah, Fields. I was say that too. I'm taking the G Men. You know, Jake Fromm time. The Bears. Jake Fromm time. <laughs> uh, Bucks at Jets. Bucks at Jets. Uh, Bucks by thirteen and a half. Nailed it right on the nuts. Fuck yeah. And I'm taking the Bucks because Tom Brady does not lose to the fucking New York Jets. Ever. (laughs) Uh, He Uh, owns them like the fucking Rodgers owns the Bears. (laughs) Even more. Even more. Did you see that the most wins, though, against any team is us against the Lions since, like, 1960? Yeah. We've just owned the Lions. That's awesome. Uh, except this. <laughs> yeah, except when you collapse and give fucking Amon Ross and Brown touchdown. Falcons at Bills. This is where I mentioned, like, the Falcons are not going to be relevant because they're going to fucking lose to the Bills, but maybe they won't. Who knows? Falcons at Bills. <gasps> Bills by seven and a half. Way off. Bills by 14 and a half. Jeez. That's a big line. I'm going to take the... <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bills, I, but I, I know like the betting man, uh, or like the betting wise, I should be taking the Falcons because I they just got seven points. But I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, logically, what you did made zero sense if you thought it was a seven point <laughs> game. But I'll take the Bills. Uh, here's the big game: Eagles at football team. We need the Eagles to lose. It's what the Vikings need desperately. And I'm taking the football team from Washington. What's the spread? Ooh, uh, I bet it's minus two and a half Philly. It's minus three and a half Philly. Uh, I am going to take if I'm betting on it Philly, but you know, since I don't, since I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna bet with my heart. Money line, money football team from football Washington. Football team money line. Uh, that's the game that uh, everyone should be watching at noon because uh, I think Philly is the one that's gonna fuck us. Yeah. Uh, next up is Chiefs at Bengals. That's a fun one. Well, and Philly would end up probably going to Tampa. Yeah, because all the Packers have to do is win one more game and they get the one seed. Yeah. Well, Bear, I mean, Cowboys could get the one Even seed. Even more seed. reason for Rodgers to just stick it to us. Yeah, exactly. Why does he take a week off and just beat Detroit? You know? Rest. Rest up. <laughs> uh, what, what's the next line? Uh, Chiefs at Bengals. Ooh. Ooh. Bengals by three. Oh, you are wildly off again. Chiefs by five and a half. Damn. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals. They look good. They're hot. In Cincinnati? Yeah, let's go. All right. That's a, that's a fun one, though. That's a fun one. I hope that's on CBS. Yeah, I, I know it won't be. I hope... Since he gets in the playoffs, because that's a team that could, I feel like could actually like maybe do something on like, I don't know. Nobody wants to see fucking Oakland or, or not Oakland, but the Raiders are like Denver or some shit like that. Or the Chargers. Yeah, they, they'll fail. I mean, Herbert's fun, but man, that team cannot. They that Didn't they just sucks. lose the fucking Texans? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Rex Burkhead ran for like 150 yards <sighs> and two touchdowns. Rex Burkhead. Uh, Jags at Patriots. Jags at Patriots by 13 and a half. Patriots by 15 and a half. And I will take the Patriots. Patriots. They're not losing this game no fucking way. Now they got to win by 15 and a half. That's a big number, but they'll win that game. It's not like Belichick will not let this be close. Yeah, no. He's going to bury that team. Uh, Dolphins at Titans. It's a good one. 
Dolphins seven straight wins. Yep, first team ever to win seven straight after losing seven straight. Um, first team ever to even but, have a streak of seven both ways in a season. Well, I mean, it, to be fair, what they played fourteen games up until yeah, like yeah. So you couldn't even do it then. Can you imagine being one and seven and just being like, well, there's no fucking chance we're making the playoffs. Like, and we don't have our pick. Like, this is the worst season ever. And then you just reel off seven straight wins. Brian Flores. They're eight and seven now, huh? Yeah. Brian Flores, leader of men. Because yeah, they, yeah, they beat the Patriots right away. They went one and oh, and then lost seven straight. And then once, oh. Lost to like the Jaguars and brutal. Uh, but what do you got for a line there? Dolphins at Titans. Uh, Titans by eight and a half. Titans by three and a half. That's some respect to Brian Flores and that defense. Yeah. That defense is really good, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm taking the Titans. Next up is Rams at Ravens. Uh, Rams at Ravens. Rams by three and a half. Nailed it. I'm going to take the Ravens. Uh, do we know is Lamar going to be back? Oh, that's a good point. I do not know. I believe he is. I think I'm going to say he is. If he's coming back, I'm taking the Ravens. If he's not, I'll take uh, the Ravens. Tyler Huntley's better. I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, Broncos at Chargers. Broncos at Chargers. Uh, Chargers by three and a half. Chargers by five and a half. I'm taking the Broncos. I'll take the Chargers. I think the Broncos Hopefully Teddy are toast. back. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's true. Drew Locke's pretty bad. Uh, next up is Texans at 49ers. We go on a route against the 49ers, but they're playing the Texans. Although, Texans, you know, didn't they show some fight? They beat Chargers, yeah. They beat the Chargers. So what do you got for a uh, line on Texans? Niners by 9.5. Niners by 12.5. Uh, take the Niners. Yeah, I'll take the Niners. I think they beat the fuck out of them and punched their ticket to the playoffs, basically. Fuck yeah. Cardinals at Cowboys. It's a good one. It's kind of a battle for uh, seeding, you know. Yep. Uh, Cardinals, Cowboys. In Dallas. Cardinals at Cowboys. Yeah. I'm going to take the Cowboys. It is. Do you, do you get, by, Cowboys, five and a half. Cowboys by five. And I will take the Cowboys as well. I'll take the Cowboys. Panthers at Saints. We need a Panthers upset. We need the Saints to lose one game in the next two. So. What do you got for a line here? Panthers at Saints. Saints by three. Saints by six and a half. I don't know who they think their quarterback's going to be. Is it Taysom? Must be. Because if it's Ian Book, they should be picked to lose by about a thousand. Because that dude sucks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Panthers. Seen, I'm going to I'm going to take the Saints. I think the Saints are. Panthers suck. The Panthers do really suck. Saints suck on offense, though, but their defense is pretty solid. Saints suck, too, but Sean Payton's their coach. Yeah. He's better than Matt Rule. Matt Rule's not a leader of men. Dude's uh, bonkers. Here's another worthless game. Lions at Seahawks. Seahawks by eight and a half. Seahawks by seven. Give me Dan Campbell. Yeah. Give me, give me the Lions or give me death. <laughs> that brings us to Sunday Night Football. Your Minnesota Lions, Vikings line. <laughs> at Green Bay. Um, whose Packers are they? They're your Packers. Ugh, gross. Uh, Packers by seven and a half. It is Packers by six and a half. Give me the Vikings. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta take the Vikings. This is the Vikings Can't podcast. give up yet. Can't give up. You cannot go nine and eight without losing eight games. You know. 
The math, the math checks the out. The math checks out. And your final game of the week is a Monday nighter, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh by three and a half. It is Cleveland by three on the road. I'll take the Browns. I will also take the Browns. I think uh, it's probably. I think this is, is this potentially Big Ben's last home game? Yeah, I think it probably is. I think it's time he hangs it up, you know. Yeah, and then we trade fucker. Kirk Cousins to Pittsburgh, and we start fresh, I guess, is what, is what, what happens. Yeah, what do we do? Trade Kirk to Pittsburgh for a first and second, and we sign Teddy and win multiple Super Bowls? <laughs> Bring back Teddy. I saw, what was it, Score North did that, or Bill Barnwell, or some ESPN article, and everyone was just like, they're not fans of that. No one's a fan of bringing <laughs> Teddy back. And I'll admit, I think Kirk's a better quarterback than Teddy at this point in their careers, but... You know, yeah, the money but, factor. It's the clutch factor. There's the presence factor. Teddy B, and, teammates love him. And the glove, and the gloves factor. The gloves factor. So, all right. Well, that's your podcast for the week. We'll try to you know get back on track with weekly podcasts here. I mean, we'll could be could be off season in a couple weeks, and that's our bread and butter. That's when the draft yeah. starts. You know, I'm already been I've already been looking at a few people. Yeah, the drafts uh, draft never ends for me. Draft. The draft never ends. That's really what matters. You know, I uh, I'm always constantly internet scouting these kids. We're gonna get it. Uh, I mean, last year we took a well, lot of the guys you like. And to be honest, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look good for Wyatt Davis. Patrick Jones well, hasn't really been that good. I mean, the off season of grapes. Look is look what happened. It's been a disaster. It's not over yet. It's not over yet, people. Let's get the win. Sunday night football in prime time. Kirk's going to have a career day, and we're going to beat Rodgers. Then we're going to lose to the Bears. Win and we're in? No. Win two and we still Damn probably us. don't make it. Son of a bitch. Win two and don't make it and Zimmer keeps his job? That'll be interesting. Kill me now. All righty. We'll end her here. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week, and we'll rock and roll.